the Boys of Tech with Edwin Herman and friends. This is episode 275 of The Boys of Tech for Thursday the 8th of May 2014. My name is Edwin Herman. I'm joined by my co-host Ben Sunko. Welcome to the show, Ben. Hi, Ed. Thanks. Hey, Ben. It's good to have you on the show. We get took twice in a row. Yeah, it's amazing, eh? <laughs> oh, you'll be a regular scene. All right, well, you are. Anyway, um, regular. actually, there was an episode, Regularly Irregular. Was that about you? I don't know, was it? It was about probably. one of our co-hosts. Sounds remember. like the sort of thing I'd probably yeah, say. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, we'll have to look at that. Anyway, a uh, <laughs> couple of stories for this midweek update episode. Skype, yay, has finally announced that it's going to be offering group video calls for up to 10 people free. On Windows. Oh, on Windows, on, on the desktop version. So uh, Mac, Windows and Xbox One and the mobile versions coming soon. And Linux, eventually. Oh, and Linux, yeah. Because you've got to remember, half of this podcast is recorded from Linux Scott. <laughs> Don't forget that. <laughs> That's right. You're the, you know, this is why this podcast is good, because you're a Linux guy, I'm a Mac guy, and Brett pretends to be everything, but really he's a Windows guy. Yeah. God, wait till he listens to this episode as well. Wow. I mean, he's he's not he's not in the church of Microsoft, but he is a Windows guy. I mean, yeah, yeah, he is. He, and to be fair, he's the level of gamer that you probably have to be. Yeah, that's, that's true. That is true. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, I do a bit of gaming, and I can get away with Linux. But if you were doing the amount that Brett does, then you probably need to be running Windows. That's right. There are more titles out there for Windows than there are for any other OS. Oh, I'm not running Linux games. I'm running Windows games, but... Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, like, Wine and Play on Linux have come a long way in the last few years. Yeah, is it stable um, enough, is it? Yeah, yeah. Like, Play on Linux is a group that write sort of kernels for um, Wine to be able to run particular games at the optimum level and allows you to have lots of different versions of Wine within a single application. So if I'm going into Diablo 3, then I'll run the kernel that's sort of been set up for Diablo oh, 3. I see. Yep, and it tends to run mm. really well. Yeah, and if I need to run Steam, I can go into that one. And each one's sort of different and does things slightly different. Um, and there's really good support. There's lots of people that feed back into the communities. And I think what you're getting is more game designers and developers are actually, you know, they're making Windows games, but they're making them on Linuxes, Linux boxes mm. and playing on Linux. And Linux is, is coming a long way. It's, um, it's, you know, it's great. I love it. Because I've been playing the odd game, uh, one in particular, actually, a bus driver simulator game. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. And it's, I've got two of them. I've got a, a one for the Mac, but this this other one that I've I've got maybe what I get that about a couple of months ago, and that's for Windows. And I played it on the Mac under VMware Fusion, and it it, oh. it plays reasonably well. There's, I wouldn't have thought it would be too graphic intensive, would it? 
Oh, I don't know. Because um, that's the only problem with sort of virtualization is the is the allowing enough access into the underlying hardware and not obscuring obscuring it too much. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah. like when I'm running like VirtualBox or VMware, it tends to create the virtual video card that it then uses, and that video card doesn't have the features of yeah, the underlying yeah, one. Yeah. And if you're doing graphic intensive um, games, it just can't handle it. Whereas Wine does seem to sort of give a lot more direct access into the video card to allow it to do what it does well. And I, th- I mean, the, the other virtualization, it's coming along. Like, I've played on VirtualBox and it's been fine. And VMware Fusion Workstation, they should all be, you know, it should be okay. And it will get better. You know, they say first impressions last. And for me, uh, VirtualBox, I just can't go back to that because I tried it out back in the early, early days, probably version one point something, and it just was so buggy. And now, whenever I hear VirtualBox, I think back to that, you know, to that experience. I just haven't been back. But so many people have told me since, oh, VirtualBox is great. And all I can think of with VirtualBox is how that buggy thing kept crashing. VirtualBox is great, but I've been bitten by it where it it just, you know, I was trying to do something not 100% standard and it broke it. So I haven't gone back to it again. Um, But I do, I mean, I use it at home because it's got a pretty good uh, Linux version but I mean once Sun bought it it's sort of you know kind of you lose a bit of that investment and yeah when are we supposed to be doing a story on uh, on Skype by Skype. the way <laughs> how did we get to that <laughs> um, we started you, you, it you can't go down the tangent path like you can't <laughs> you can't backtrack the tangent path no no that's why I had to do a, like a cold you know let's restart that story so anyway back to back to that story um it's good news so as i say skype has now is now going to be offering the the free uh video group calling which is great for windows no, 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 no. We're going to go down the tangent bar. <laughs> We've just turned it into a circle. I, I know. I, I saw what you did there. Um, so I'm going to ignore that. Uh, anyway, it was in response to Google Hangouts offering that as well. And, you know, I for a long time had thought, well, it's kind of odd that Skype doesn't offer that because they offer group chat for free. So, like, we do this podcast over Skype chat when there's more than just the two of us you know it's it, you know it's all free so now that they've offered this free video thing maybe we should turn the boys of tech into a, a video blog a video podcast how good of an idea does that sound to you uh not a good idea at all no, no. you were thinking the same thing weren't you yeah yeah <laughs> i mean unless you put the webcam on a cat like i just can't <laughs> see it adding a lot hey well we could put them on animated cartoon versions of us that would case. be a cool idea why would you need the webcam? <laughs> oh, yeah, then it's not really a camera. Right, I think we'll just move on. I think we've done that story, haven't unless, we? Unless the camera was doing rotoscoping, which would be pretty cool. Do what? Rotoscoping. What's it's that? That sounds it's bizarre. It's a, it's a film technique where you take you take a, a video and you essentially trace a, a, like a cartoon on top of that video. So you get very accurate drawing. Oh, I see. Mode. So it uses the position of what it sees in the camera to determine how the cartoon image looks. Yeah, That's usually a manual thing that you do on top of a video and you get a very stylistic sort of view of it all. There's a movie called Renaissance made about 10 years ago that did it. It's a very old technique. It's been around for a long time, but they've, they've done a couple recently using it. And it's quite neat. It's quite different. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, there we go. We could use that, as you said. All right, then, last story. This is just a midweek update episode. So one last story, and that is Android 
apparently still rules the roost for the number of mobile security threats. Would you believe it? A report by F... I can't believe this, really, to be honest. If Secure has released a report showing that of the 277 new threat families and variants discovered in the first three months of this year, that's that number again, 277, how many of them targeted Android? 275, all but two. Hmm. There was one. That's the, pretty good. Ninety-nine well, percent uh, is good, isn't it? That's what you want. You want higher? <laughs> no, no, uh, not in threats. Oh no, no, uh, no. That's the other one. You want, you know, shorter bar is better. Ah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so the other one was um, iPhone. Oh, the other two. One was iPhone. One was Symbian. Believe it or not. Symbian. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know anyone was running Symbian. That's that's what I thought. Maybe they've mistaken the normal, the one application that's available for malware. <laughs> <laughs> well, hang on a sec. When you compare Symbian to Microsoft, what is it, phone? Mind you, Microsoft phone is growing, isn't it? Windows phone. Windows phone. Whatever, what do they, whatever they call it. Yeah, Windows phone. They just call it 8, don't they? Windows 8 or mobile. Oh, they keep changing. That's the problem with Microsoft. They change their names so often of their products and... And I'm not consistent. It, I don't know, you know, anyway. I wouldn't care if that was the only problem. <laughs> if that was the only thing they changed, that would be fine. <laughs> but, I mean, I had to do a 2012 server install at work the other day. Yeah. And everything is just a little bit different. Oh, it's yeah. just so frustrating. Like, I don't understand why. I mean, I, I understand because you get to you know, charge for training and stuff, but I don't understand like why why turn you know a two click thing into a five click thing? Why 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 make why make an install process so much longer? If you you know if you want to install IIS, I want to install all the things that make IIS work. I don't just want to install IIS. Okay, I'll stop this rant. This is very specific. You're doing a great job of filling uh, Brett's uh, shoes. Oh, good. It's exactly what he does. But he normally does he rant about Windows as well? Uh, actually, not necessarily about Windows, but he just rants. I don't know what he rants. He rants. I tell you what he does rant about. And listeners will will attest to this. He rants a lot about cloud providers and how uh, complacent organisations are. Too complacent organisations are not realising the risks with with the cloud. I am a hundred percent on board with that rant. <laughs> I could go into. I've had that rant a lot of times with a lot of people. You know, if you've got a data center owned by company X and then there's a provider sitting on top of that data center company Y and then there's a, another company on top of that company C and then they've created a virtual server that they're selling off to company A. If company X changes hands, what what sort of relationship do they have to maintain the data that sits above them and, and what protections are there? And if an agreement was signed between two people and then there's three other people in the middle, how does that agreement exist? And I, I have, yeah, some people are very complacent and I would be worried about it as well. Well, it's one of Brett's pet uh, rants anyway as well, so... Anyway, so back if, to if you the... Under, <laughs> if you understand the risks, yeah. that's fine. That's That's where it sits yeah. but the people that are like why would you build a server why don't we just host it in the cloud I'm just like what are you, what's wrong with you <laughs> mm. Mm. well you know I'm, I, I I see I'm in the in the camp where I see the risks but I I think 
it, if you know the risks it, it, and you're happy with them, like they're not going to affect you, then that's fine. That is what cloud services that you're who they're for. Mm, mm. Um, and I've got no problem with that. But it's the people that are like, oh yeah, I've leased a cloud server and it's been hacked. I don't know why. It's like, well, oh, okay, who are you yeah. leasing it from? Yeah, oh, I, I, I don't know. Well, who else has access to it? Oh, I, don't I don't know. know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, where is it located? I don't know. Is it in New Zealand? I don't know. Mm, mm, uh, yeah. What operating system is it running? I, I don't know. What have you leased? <laughs> I don't know. Have you got an email account? Is that what you're talking? What are you talking about? <laughs> I just I get frustrated with these. Yeah, people. I can I can see where you're going there. So, but back to uh, back to the malware for mobile. Don't you think though? <laughs> yes, that was another tangent. But don't you think though that's a huge? I, I'm honestly surprised. I thought there'd be more for iPhone, and perhaps I, that we would have seen some Windows Phone ones in there. Two seventy seven. Only two of them weren't Android specific. No one's going to bother writing malware for a Windows phone because what's their market? Five people? Um, <laughs> yeah, but they are growing. They though, probably but, don't know how to connect to the internet. Yeah. No, I mean, maybe they just didn't even run that check. Oh, no, they, they would have. No, this is F-Secure. They've done a, they'd do a proper report. I haven't, I haven't, well, I haven't read the whole report. I've just looked at a summary of it. But What's the submitting process to get an, an app into the Windows app store? Because that might be the only thing they're talking about is things that are provided through some kind of automatic store. Because the process to get into an, into the Apple Store is pretty massive, like it's pretty hard. And if you're going to get malware in there, you're not going to get it in the initial well, submission. I, you're going to get it in a patch or a, a downloaded piece of content. Well, see, what I don't know is how many of these malware pieces of malware are from apps, and how many are from like you know web things on the web. I, I thought it was all about apps. I thought that's what it was. Okay, is it? That that's what I that's what I thought it was. It was malware getting tidied into apps coming from the Play, the Play Store or whatever. Well, either way, I mean, the, the threat landscape is obviously apps and downloadable content or, you know, content accessible through a browser. And uh, look, I, I don't know, I'm still, I, all I can say is that I'm really surprised that 275 out of 277 have targeted Android, but there we go, that's where it's at. And uh, whether that means that the other two, the other two big ones, I, iOS and uh, Windows thingy, phone, whatever they call it, uh, whether they're more secure, I don't know. But it really, you know, this is this is exactly kind of where, well, this is more or less where Microsoft were in the desktop market 10, 15, 20 years ago. Mm. Well, the coolest thing is the malware that's getting hidden in these apps is awesome. Like, did you read about what they're putting in them? They're putting in um, cryptocurrency miners. So... You will have a mal like a little bit of malware software running in your phone. So as soon as you plug it in to charge it, this piece of malware kicks in and starts using the um, CPU and the memory on your phone to start mining for bitcoins. So if you've got it in enough people's phones, it's it's doing all this background mining, which mm. is awesome. I just mm. think that's so it's, cool. It, like it's very cunning. At a like if you could opt into this, it would be. It would be great. So the fact that they're sort of, I mean, sure, it's malicious that they're doing it, but mm. what they're doing is pretty cool. Mm. Grid computing, really, without your yeah. without your uh, permission. And the fact that, yeah, only, that they'd know to only kick it in when you're charging your phone, and it's just, I don't know, I just think it's really neat. There's some really, really smart people out there, a lot of smart people creating yeah. malware. Yeah. And not stupid people. 
That's for well, sure. Well, some stupid people as well, but there are some smart ones. <laughs> yeah. The ones that get caught are often stupid or have done stupid things. Yeah. Anyway, Ben, look, uh, that, look let's conclude it there for episode 275. I want to thank you very much for co-hosting. Cheers. That was good. Yeah, it's been a blast. And uh, we'll do it again sometime. Yeah, we'll go down that tangent path together. <laughs> Why not? Why not? That's what we do with you. All right. Thanks very much once again. And to our listeners, thanks for listening. See you next time. Till then, take care, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye.